Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. We have spoken before about the seemingly mindless way that some utilities, like, say, the cable TV company, are run. You couple that with contractual disagreements, and you get enough silly to be talked about on this portion of the program. Now, Comcast is a media giant that is, in fact, the largest cable TV and Internet provider in the country. Forty states they're in, and they carry a lot of channels if you have them. Now, Comcast has to have contracts with each and every one of those channels, and if one side or the other doesn't like the way the contract negotiations are going, well, they'll pull the, the contract, and poof, the channel disappears from the lineup. You're seeing that right now with one Evansville station and Hulu, as a matter of fact. Comcast is now in a disagreement with a large number of channel providers like Oxygen, the Olympic Channel, Bravo E, the Golf Channel, and MSNBC and CNBC. By the way, all of those channels are owned by Comcast. (laughs) In effect, the company is arguing with itself. That's the thing that aggravates me about the uh, cable and satellite they always yeah. take away channels that you want to see. Right. And then they act like they're really trying hard to get it back. I don't know if they are or not, but they, you know, have promos constantly streaming on the former channel that was there, how they're working hard to get it back on for you. Yeah. No, they're not. No. <laughs> and, and it's never like, I don't know, Home Shopping Network. That channel never goes away. It never goes away. <laughs> and they'll sit there and talk about that, and then they yeah. add in... Like, you lose a channel, they'll add three others and brag about it, and it's like, nobody wants to see the three that you've added. That's why you've added them. We don't like them. We don't like them at all. (laughs) This reminder, it doesn't need to be Halloween for me to look scary. (laughs) Wow. Are you having a rough morning? Is that what you're saying? I am, Cliff. I had a rough (laughs) night. Oh, you did? I was shaving, and this is going to be a little bit on the... uh, just in time for breakfast uh, side of uh, things. Oh no. Okay. I was shaving last night and I had my yeah. shirt off and I looked at the hairs on my chest. I've yeah. never had hair that long on my head in my life as I have on my chest, Cliff. I got out the uh, trimmer and started trimming up. I think that's the first time I've ever done that in my life and I almost cling- clogged the sink up. I ended- <laughs> With chest hair. Well, oh, it was horrible. I'm like, <laughs> where did that come from? I've like grown into a. Uh, Sasquatch here during this <laughs> no. lockdown. <laughs> well, Cliff, what's happening at 7 o'clock? Uh, certainly not that. Well, I hope not. Tell you that much. Woo. Cliff, let me just continue just for a second on my uh, trimming really? last we night. Have to? Well, with the, we have uh, With the chest hair? We don't have continue to. Continue with the chest hair. Well, I was just Go thinking ahead. as I was trimming yeah. with my little trimmer there, <laughs> which... I was kind of impressed. This is the first time in my life I've ever had to do this. But I was thinking as I was trimming the hairs and I saw them falling into the sink, how weird it is being the same age now as old people. Because I remember (laughs) (laughs) as a kid, when you hit my age right now, you thought... These dinosaurs need to be gone. You know, they've been here way too (laughs) long. I totally totally remember... um, and, and it was kind of a little bit different for me is that there was like a certain time and I don't know, probably like when I was 15 or so about how long it was going to be until we got to the year 2000 and how old I would be. And then when we got there and I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> I'm it, old. <laughs> yes. 
and now it's 20 years past. <laughs> but you do have to admire the ingenuity of 33-year-old Lisa Landon of Littleton, New Hampshire, but she probably didn't realize all this stuff is checked and rechecked and then checked again, and even with all that checking, it wasn't until an outlier in the legal system stumbled into what she had done that she got caught. Landon faced criminal charges of drug possession and stalking, and as part of the due process had been ordered to undergo a psychiatric evaluation to determine whether or not she was competent to stand trial. As part of that process, her case file was transferred to the forensic examiner who would interview the woman to help make that determination. And as that guy was going through the paperwork, he found an interesting note, one that said all the charges had been dropped. Reports say he immediately picked up the phone and called the prosecutor, asking if the evaluation should continue since there was no longer a criminal case against her, to which the prosecutor replied, what do you mean the charges have been dropped? <laughs> it turns out Landon had spent some time at the famed law school known as Google University, learning just enough to be able to write a Noelle Prosecuai, which in non-lawyer speak means we're dropping the charges, never mind. But the prosecutors didn't drop the charges. She just made up fake paperwork and forged their signatures. <laughs> the grand jury evidence also shows that once she passed that off, she got a little bolder, also forging an order from a judge waiving filing fees in a lawsuit she'd filed against the county and then filed a court order about guardianship for child proceeding. And she would have gotten away with it all if it hadn't been for that meddling psychiatrist. <laughs> You're referencing the dog, aren't you? I am, yeah. I yep. know, mm -hmm. I know. Well, I didn't get to see this by no means, Cliff, because I had to go to bed. So, but the World Series last night, AP has been telling about <laughs> it and talking about it, and I looked yeah. it up a few minutes ago. Uh -huh. What an odd year this is. I've never heard of, well, uh -huh. I've never heard of what we're going through. But during the game, before they started yeah. the eighth inning, one of the players, Justin Turner for the Dodgers, had tested yeah. positive for COVID-19, and they yeah. immediately took him out of the game. In the middle of the game. In the middle of the game. Yeah. Evidently, the... Uh, yeah lab that was doing the testing ran the test again and saw that he had that got a hold of yeah. major league baseball and they said get him out get him out now <laughs> that's got to be the weirdest feeling as an athlete because so, <laughs> he's like i feel fine <laughs> so you could say he was ejected from the world series <laughs> game six because somebody stuck a thing in his nose <laughs> yes at first when i heard it from ap i thought Surely in the dugout, they weren't sticking something up his nose and going, oh, sorry, you got to come out. Oh, yeah, I, I was kind of thinking that myself. No, that's not what happened. It was okay. a previous test, and they All right. got checked it again. Cliff? Yes? saw this morning that Play-Doh has just announced. Hang on a second. <laughs> What's the problem? I got a hair on my lip. I hate that. <laughs> what is it? I got a hair, hair on, my, on my lip. On your lip? Yes. Wait, wait, I hate wait, that as well. Is it, is it one of those long chest hairs? No. Oh, no. oh that's nasty. That's no. disgusting. No, stop that. No. Oh, that's gross. Now that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> that was gross and uncalled for. Back to Play-Doh, Cliff. Okay, go ahead. Hang on. Okay. Is they've, it still there? Well, yeah, it's dangling. They've just announced a new product line. Yeah. It's called Play-Doh for Grown-Ups. Okay. And the people at Hasbro, as I read the story, say the uh, smells that yeah. they've scented this Play-Doh with, are meant to bring happiness and memories to adults. Okay. And I looked at some of the scents. Yeah. Dad sneakers. I don't know <laughs> how that could possibly be a good memory. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Grill King. I'll go with that. 
Grill that's King. A, yes, that's okay. all right. Okay. Lord of the Lawn, not a bad one there. Probably. I kind of yeah. like the smell of cut grass. Yeah. Spa Day, I don't know what that smells like. I've never been to a spa. Have you? Mm, I think so, yeah. Okay. And the one that I think is the weirdest is yeah. the smell of mom jeans. I have no idea what that <laughs> smells like. I don't want to know what that is either. Uh, Why couldn't they just make it smell like Play-Doh? I mean, that's one of those comforting scents from your childhood. That would work. You know, Cliff, if you've ever played with Play-Doh, yeah. right now you can close your eyes unless you're driving. Yeah. No, don't do that. And you can smell it. You can. You're absolutely right. You can smell it. I can smell it right now. Yeah which is a far better smell than dad's sneakers, I'm going to say that. Oh, I, totally, yes. Oh. Well, Cliff, it seems that the um, Play-Doh smells have captured the attention of a few of our wonderful listeners this morning. I saw that. The text messaging, uh, by the way, anyone can text message us at uh, 812-682-0520. You can also call that. That's our anytime requests, our anytime uh, line. You just leave us a message there about any subject you want to talk about. But uh, text messages have been coming in hot and heavy about Play-Doh smell. Yes, they have. I thought Kelly's was absolutely fantastic. I haven't thought of this smell in many years. The uh, mimeograph thing? Boy, hot copies off of a mimeograph machine. <laughs> don't, don't. The, the purple purple kind of print <sighs> and the way it smelled with the paper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to have to do that in the eighth grade. I had to go around with the sheets of paper to all the <laughs> classes at the Owensville yeah. School. Yeah. And it was uh, who was here and who wasn't, the attendance. And that was my duty first thing in the morning. I had you, to do you that. You were the office helper. I was, yes. Yes. I, well, I got thrown out of a basketball game, and two <laughs> days later, the assistant principal said, this is what you're doing from now on in, and that's how, what I did. How, wait, 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 wait. how did you get thrown out of a basketball game? We'll talk about that later, Cliff, okay? I All right. Say, I got thrown out of a basketball inquiring game. Inquiring minds want I, to know because... You were the bench warmer. Yeah, well, I actually started this one game. Oh, you did. And it's the one game I started in junior high. You got ejected from it. Poof, yes. But back to the Play-Doh smells, Cliff. Oh, oh okay. See okay. what you think of this. Okay. I was listening to the story there about the Play-Doh. When I was a wee lad, I loved the smell of Play-Doh. All this new sense. They didn't mention the one there that's going to be a big seller. It's called uh, Sweaty Kilt. No. Sweaty kilt, sweaty kilt <laughs> no. is not going to be a big seller. No, see, and I'm and I'm thinking if you're talking about Irish play doh, play doh, it's it's got to smell like whiskey, <laughs> does it not? I think that's right. It has to smell like yeah, whiskey. It has to smell like whiskey because you know I don't think anybody knows what a leprechaun actually smells like, do they? <laughs> no, no. I bet they smell good though. I don't. I don't know that. I just think they do. <laughs> okay. We on today's episode of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime, and Anywhere. We go to the Netherlands, where a group of criminals broke into a business recently, intent on taking items of value that didn't belong to them. Once inside the building in the city of Utrecht, they found an old safe and set about to cracking it open to take whatever was inside. Police later said, as it appeared as though the thieves spent several hours getting the safe open. Although, had they looked around the corner, there was a key hanging on the wall. You can also, I'm sure, imagine their surprise that because once they got the safe open, instead of jewelry or cash, they found only small slips of paper printed with riddles and clues. Because the criminals in question had chosen to break into one of those escape rooms where game players have to solve a puzzle to be released and the safe was merely a prop in the game. <laughs> i got to ask you something. Okay. You well know, and I know, but nobody else listening knows this, that uh, yeah. whenever I 
push certain buttons on this control panel, I can hear everything that's going on at the Overlook studio. Yes. Like if you're recording a news segment for the AM, I can hear you recording that in the background. (laughs) That's correct. So I have to ask you, Cliff. Yeah. Are you brewing tea at the Overlook studio? (laughs) Because I heard this long, loud whistling sound, just like you had a little stove there with a little teapot on there getting ready to uh, dine or something. No, I've not been making tea at all. <laughs> Did you hear a whistling sound? Oh, oh, you know what it was? I I'll have no idea. It was, um, it was uh, when you said that we weren't going to be back until after the news. Yes. Remember that? Yes. I know I've got like 15 minutes to do stuff, and so I was vacuuming. <laughs> the sound you heard was the vacuum. Could you come to my house? I haven't heard that sound in a long time there. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> okay. okay. Earlier this morning, Cliff, I uh, I asked a stupid question here on the air. and <laughs> Did you get a stupid answer? Yes, I did. And <laughs> well, what did you think you were going to get? Well, I thought I would get a good one, but this is what we got. Okay. Bill McCracken here. Uh, you're pondering uh, what a leprechaun smells like. Well, my brother-in-law is a leprechaun, and he's living on my couch. He's unemployed, and uh, it smells a little bit like disappointment. Now, that's it not fair. <laughs> that's not fair, Cliff. We had that first here on this program. Smell of disappointment. Yes, we had that first, and now some leprechaun laying on Phil's couch is trying to take our gigs. Yeah. We, we should have a T-shirt. We are the disappointment. <laughs> the smell of disappointment. The smell of disappointment. Uh, by the way, I, I need to ask you a question now. Uh oh. So we'll come if you need to do that later. That's fine. But I I need to I need to get on the list of questions to be asked. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I mean, just a moment ago, you wanted to know what that sound was here in the uh, Overlook Studio. I did. Why are you snooping on me? I'm not. I'm listening to stuff in the queue in here. Uh, but why did you put me in queue so you could hear what I was doing? No, when somebody calls in, just like Phil, I have to see what yeah. they, uh, you know, try to hear what they say first. Oh, sometimes, oh, right. sometimes oh, right. <laughs> I don't do that and I just put them on. That's bad. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Yes, yes. You've... Yeah, you, you always want to preview what Phil McCracken is saying. Anybody that calls that number <laughs> says. But sometimes, you know, you run a little short on time and you just yeah. kind of throw them on there. But I try to. Try to usually yeah. listen to those, but I wasn't spying. Well, Cliff, there's a new pill out. Wait, 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 wait. Well, hold on now. Okay. Hold on. All Before right. we go there, since you've been snooping on me this morning. I haven't been snooping. You were listening off the air. You were snooping. There's, a, there's an unanswered question about you that I need to know now. And I think all the listeners will remember what it is if they were, you know, well, like 30 minutes ago. Okay. The, um, the... You got thrown out of the uh, ball game. Oh! In middle school, yeah, you were rejected from a basketball game. Eighth grade. Yes, the only game I got to start. You so see, you started this eighth grade basketball game, and you were rejected. Yes, you see, once a year, I didn't know it at the time. I found out yeah. later on when I talked to my coach after yeah. I graduated high school. Once a year, our coach would let, uh, well, let's just say the lesser talented players start a game. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so for that one game, if you sucked, you got to start pretty well. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> or something I, like. That. I wouldn't have said it that way. I like the term "lesser talented players." <laughs> Yours might be more accurate, but it's a little bit yeah. harsher. Mm-hmm. And so we got to start this game. 
Okay. And here I am, Cliff, all of maybe, I don't know, four foot ten, <laughs> if I was that tall. <laughs> yeah. I've got these gigantic sweatbands on. <laughs> no. <laughs> white. I mean, they were, you know, my arms aren't very big, my forearms, so they covered most of my forearm. I had my socks, bright white, pulled up over my kneecaps. And I'm strutting around on the court yeah. before the game like I'm Earl the Pearl Monroe <laughs> from the New York Knicks, if you remember him. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I was just cheesing around like I've got this. Because <laughs> you were one of the starting five. I was one of the starting <laughs> five. I'm better than the ones on the bench. That's what it was yeah. going through my head. Uh-huh. And so the game gets started. We have the tip off. We go up and down the floor maybe two times. And me yeah. and another guy on my team named Danny. Okay. We had trapped a guy, I don't know how, but we had trapped him right in front of our bench by the sideline. Yeah. And we had him, and we were going to steal the ball. Right, so he's picked up his dribble there, and he has nowhere to go and no help. And no help, and we've got him surrounded, Mm -hmm. and the ball comes out, and I take off with it, and there's the whistle. And I turn around, and the referee is pointing to me, and saying, you're out of the game. I thought that was the name of the game, was to steal the ball. <laughs> to steal the ball. No, yes. you're absolutely right. What he said was yeah. that I had slugged the kid in the stomach with my fist, and that's why he <laughs> dropped the ball. And out I went. Now, I'm not a fighter, by no means. Oh, I don't no. have the reach for that to begin oh, with, okay. Cliff. Yeah. And it was Danny who actually yeah. slugged him in the stomach and causing him to go, <laughs> and drop the ball. Okay. And he stayed in the game and laughed at me as he was running up and down the court for the rest of the game because he's the one that should have got thrown out. <laughs> so it was like all of the people who are in prison. I didn't do it. It was someone else's fault. I didn't do it. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Danny should be in jail right now because of this, Cliff. It, it hurt my chances for the NBA. I couldn't be Earl the Pearl Monroe <laughs> right. anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, in the NBA, they don't have that one game once a year when they start people who suck. Uh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> well, Cliff, I mentioned earlier this new pill that's coming out. This could be a game changer right here. What's the pill do? Well, they've taken a drug for ADHD. Okay. And they've taken a drug that helps you if you have an overactive bladder. Okay. And they found the right combination to mix this together and say <laughs> some magic words. And okay. this pill... Prevents you or someone you may love from snoring. Really? Yes. Wow. They say that it reduces snoring in the person that takes it by (laughs) 75%. If you have sleep apnea, you wake up with higher blood oxygen levels if you take the pill compared to when you don't take the pill. Okay. And doctors are saying that this will be much better, this pill, than what you're doing now cussing and trying to choke the person you're sleeping with. <laughs> we'll clip a couple of things real quick at 928. Number one, when you use our yep. Anytime line, 812-682-0520. Yes. If you speak in French, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> and we've had Are that you, this morning. Someone someone called the Anytime line and spoke French. They spoke French. And I have no idea what they're saying. I'm not going to take the time to translate it, so we're not going to play that because I don't know what you're saying. And if somebody knows French, you might be saying really bad things. Play that on the air. No, no, no. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Yep. I started this earlier yesterday, Cliff, and today we're going to get to it. There was a librarian worked yeah. at the University of New Hampshire 
all of their adult life and saved and saved, was actually quite frugal their entire life because they wanted to leave money to the University of New Hampshire, the place they loved. And they wound up, this man did, leaving $4 million to the school. So how did, how did he save $4 million working as a librarian? I have no idea, Cliff. That's not in the story. But I thought that was impressive. Well, I thought the same thing. segment called Take It to the Bank, where, you know, money happens at a bank, the researchers for this program would know this information. Well, I maybe I uh, should have known that, but I was more <laughs> interested in what the school okay. did once they got his cash. Uh, they blew it all on, I don't know, something awful. They took $1 million of it and yeah. bought a new football scoreboard because they thought that was the <laughs> okay. important thing to do. I, I was going to go with something far more nefarious, like, I don't know, a big party with drugs and whatnot. Yeah, you would think, Cliff, <laughs> if yeah. a librarian gives you $4 million... You would use it on, I don't know, building a new library. Uh, maybe some rare books or something like that that people yeah. can enjoy. And that's yeah. the problem, Cliff, when you don't yeah. designate what yeah. happens to your possessions and cash after yeah. you're no longer here. That's why, that's why a will is important. Yes, and you need to state in there exactly who yeah. and what and when you want this done. An example of this would be, Cliff, yeah. mm-hmm. something would happen to somebody listening, and they were wanting to give a cash, you know, to a person that survived them. The example would be you could give it to yeah. Weed at W-R-A-Y. <laughs> right. It's 1900 West Broadway, P.O. Box 8, Princeton. I may have to put that on our Facebook page, Cliff, so everybody yeah, will make so sure they get that. so everyone would know that if they wanted to, um, I don't know, Name you in their will for some reason? Yes. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. You don't have to by yeah. no means. I'm not trying to put pressure on anybody, but yeah. if you've been thinking, boy, I'd like to give yeah. that guy some money, Yeah, it's weed at WRAY Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Raises a bidet, start with number three. Whack my own. <laughs> number two. I've never had hair that long on my head as I have on my chest, which is about as gross a story as you could tell as I could say something about, I don't know, poop. <laughs> so that's why it's number two? That's why it was number two. That was disgusting. Please don't ever discuss it again. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, how weird is it being in the same age group as old people? That's a head scratcher <laughs> right there, I'm telling you. <laughs> And it's sad, right. too. It's sad. Oh, you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.